You're listening to Comedy Central. Joe Biden. The man may be new to the race, but he definitely isn't new to life. Joe Biden, like most old people, wasn't always old. In fact, when he started his political career, he was the fresh face. Biden's Senate career began with him as the fifth youngest senator ever elected at 29. In 1972, he served in the Senate for three decades. Biden's early years in the Senate saw seismic political change. The end of the Vietnam War. The impeachment of Richard Nixon. Biden never moved to Washington, choosing instead to commute home by train each night. He has a nickname of Amtrak Joe. I take this train, literally, I've taken it over 7,400 times since I got in the Senate. People don't just love Joe Biden because he's a down-to-earth everyday man, no. People love him because he's an adorable goofball. In fact, the only thing that spends more time in Biden's mouth than those perfect teeth is his own foot. His biggest possible weakness, his reputation for verbal gaffes. As Barack says, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. To fully, am I, I'm not joking. His mom, uh, Lived in uh, in Long Island for 10 years or so. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, um, although she's... Wait, your mom's still... Your mom's still alive. Your dog's God bless her soul. He said this to a politician in a wheelchair. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. That's right. Let's show, let's show Chuck what he's missing. Everyone else stand up. Let's rub it in. This guy's got no hands. How about a round of applause? Come on. Come on. You know, you know what? In a weird way, I feel like these gaffes are what made Biden the perfect balance to President Obama, you know? Cause uh, Obama uh, measured uh, every word. Like uh, you, you could feel uh, him thinking uh, as he was uh, talking. But when Biden talks, his brain just clicks, I'm feeling lucky, and the first result comes out of his mouth. (laughs) That's it. Now, Biden didn't just spend 50 years in Washington going viral. The man has also had some major accomplishments. Biden would enter the race as a foreign policy heavyweight. In the Senate, he chaired the Foreign Relations Committee. 26 years ago, a then-Senator Biden wrote the Violence Against Women Act. He was a key player on guns in the, in the 90s with the Brady Bill and the assault weapons ban. Biden forced the president's hand on the gay marriage issue, endorsing same-sex unions before the president's planned announcement. So for decades, Biden's been involved in issues that matter to Democrats. Gun control, women's rights, gay marriage. He was even one of the first to support trans rights, although he probably thought he was supporting trains, but that's still very impressive. <laughs> But anyone who's been around that long is also gonna have some baggage. And Biden, oh man, he's got enough baggage to fill a whole Amtrak car. Biden is already explaining a decades-long record, including his role in passing the now-controversial 1994 crime bill, his vote for the Iraq War, skepticism of Anita Hill, and past comments on busing to desegregate schools. Ooh, okay. So on the downside, Joe Biden got a lot of things wrong back in the day. But on the upside, he managed to grow his hair back. (laughs) Look at that, huh? This guy has the Benjamin Button of scalps. (laughs) Now, despite some problematic positions in his past, 
Many are saying that Democrats are still likely to vote for Joe Biden, partly because of how progressive he's become and partly because of how good he is at getting under Trump's skin. The press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating him? No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. That's what I wish. Did you see where Biden wants to take me to the back of the barn? Me. He wants it. I'd love that. I'd love that. Mr. Tough Guy. If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. That would not last long. Go like this. He's down. And he'll never get up. He'll never get up. Old man fight. Old man fight. Old man fight. So, will Joe Biden be the Democrat who gets to take on Trump? Well, we'll have to wait and see. But I'll be honest. Part of me hopes that it does happen, just so that we get to watch the most entertaining debates of all time. Yesterday, he kicked off his campaign with a rally outside Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Joe Biden at the first rally of his 2020 campaign, surrounded by labor union supporters in Battleground, Pennsylvania. The major moral obligation of our time is to restore, rebuild, and respect the backbone of America, the middle class. The stock market is roaring, but you don't feel it. I make no apologies. I am a union man, period. I am a union man. It's a good campaign line and a terrible Marvel superhero. How are we gonna stop Thanos? I don't know, but I got Marvel to give us free dental coverage. <laughs> and although Biden may be zeroing in on one voting block in particular, he's not forgetting the rest of the country. Choose hope over fear, unity over division. We always do better when we act as one America. Donald Trump is only president, is the only president who's decided not to represent the whole country. The president has his base. We need a president who works for all Americans. Yes, that's where America has gotten to. Candidates now have to promise if they get the job, they'll be the president of the whole country. <laughs> it's crazy because thanks to Trump, that's not a foregone conclusion anymore. You realize that? Because he got into the White House and he was like, California, suck a fat dick. New York, same to you. All the people who voted for Hillary suck my balls. <laughs> Wisconsin, see you Friday, Florida. Every Friday, baby, yeah. Donald Trump has become uh, good friends with Mexico and uh, he's BFF with little Kim. But there's one feud the president is not willing to end. And it's with America's greatest enemy, Sleepy Joe. Well, I heard Biden, uh, who's a loser. I mean, look, Joe never got more than 1%, except Obama took him off the trash heap, and now it looks like he's failing. He looks different than he used to. He acts different than he used to. He's even slower than he used to be. I'd rather run against, I think, Biden than anybody. Uh, I think he's the weakest mentally. And I like running against people that are weak mentally. I think Joe is the weakest up here. Really, Donald? <laughs> You want to compete with a mentally weak loser? Well, then maybe you should hold a debate with a mirror. <laughs> now, it's no coincidence that uh, Trump is going after the former VP, right? Ever since the polls came out showing Biden beating Trump all over the country, Trump has aimed all of his attacks directly at his number one threat. And Joe Biden is loving it because it's setting him up as the presumptive nominee. 
which is why yesterday in Iowa, he delivered a 40-minute speech that was all about Trump. I don't think the president really gets the, uh, gets the basics. Uh, he thinks these tariffs are being paid by China, just like he thinks Mexico is building a wall. Um, he thinks windmills cause cancer. Now look, you think I'm making this up, I know. Quote, I have complete power. No, you don't, Donald Trump. Or only I can fix it. Fix yourself first, Donald Trump. Oh, okay, that was, that was weird. I feel like Joe Biden turned black by the end of that speech. <laughs> only I can fix it. No, fix yourself, Donald Trump. Mike Pence, you better come get your man. The second night of the Democratic debates ended just moments ago. I don't know if it was Swalwell or if the sharks could just smell blood in the water. All I know is Biden had a target on his back. I was six years old when a presidential candidate came to the California Democratic Convention and said, it's time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans. That candidate was then Senator Joe Biden. Joe Biden was right when he said it was time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans 32 years ago. He's still right today. If we're gonna solve the issues of automation, pass the torch. If we're gonna solve the issues of climate chaos, pass the torch. If we're gonna solve the issue of student loan debt, pass the torch. If we're gonna end gun violence for families who are fearful of sending their kids to school, pass the torch. Vice President, would you like to sing a torch song? I would. <laughs> I'm still holding on to that torch. That's right, Biden is not letting go of that torch. Even though that torch is really uncomfortable and told Biden that it does not like the way that he's holding on to it, he's holding on to that torch. When they brought up President Obama's record of mass deportations, Joe Biden probably wished that he could have been deported out of this debate. Vice President Biden, I didn't hear your response when the issue came up of all those deportations. You were vice president of the United States. I didn't hear whether you tried to stop them or not using your power, your influence in the White House. The president, president came along and he's the guy that came up with the idea, first time ever, of dealing with the dreamers. He put that in the law. I don't hear an answer from the vice president. I'm confused. <laughs> Mr. Vice President, you want to be president of the United States. You need to be able to answer the tough questions. I guarantee you, if you're debating Donald Trump, he's not gonna let you off the hook. I was vice president. I am not the president. I keep my recommendation in private. Unlike you, I expect you would go ahead and say whatever was said privately with him. That's not what I do. Oh, hold up. Did Joe Biden just call Bill de Blasio a little ass snitch? <laughs> that's, that's what he said, right? Yeah. I didn't realize Biden was so true to the streets. He's like, uh, Mr. Mayor, unlike you, I protect my neck because these bitches ain't loyal. That's what I do. Going into Super Tuesday, the Democratic field had been narrowed down to four main candidates, which is a long way from the original 6,000. <laughs> and as the dust began to settle, it became clear there were two winners and two losers. Elizabeth Warren, one of the night's losers. You see, she failed to pick up a single state. And to add insult to injury, in her home state of Massachusetts, she came in third. Yeah, which is pretty rough. It's like if you came home to find your parents had replaced you with another child. <laughs> Just be like, sorry, honey, we'd like Joe Biden to be our daughter now. The night belonged to Joe Biden. They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. 
A former vice president with a massive comeback on the biggest night of the primary so far. A fired up Joe Biden celebrating his historic night, racking up a string of commanding victories, including a clean sweep of states in the South and a stunning win in delegate rich Texas. The press and the pundits have declared the campaign dead. Tell that to the folks in Virginia. That's, that's a Joe Biden we haven't seen in a while. Look at him, huh? smiling, full of energy, naming states that actually exist. <laughs> no, cause let's be honest, let's be honest. We were all waiting for him to give a shout out to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm serious, I don't think I've seen Biden this happy since that time Obama taught him how to ride a bike. This has been a while, I mean. <laughs> the vice presidency. It's America's assistant manager. And today, Joe Biden announced who he's picked to be his VP. We're coming on the air with breaking news. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has made his choice. NBC News has confirmed that Biden has picked California Senator Kamala Harris to be his running mate, the first woman of color in history to be chosen for such a position. So the Democratic ticket is Biden-Harris. That's right, people. Joe Biden has officially picked Kamala Harris to be his running mate. Say what you want about Joe, but the man went black and he's not going back. And I gotta say, I'm impressed that Biden picked Kamala even after she destroyed him at that debate. In fact, part of me thinks he only picked her so that she can just never dust his ass in public again. This isn't a VP pick, it's an insurance policy. And I'm really interested to see what the Trump campaign's line of attack is gonna be on Kamala. Because they're gonna have a tough time Everything she's done in her career appeals to Trump's base. Crafty Kamala spent her whole career locking up criminals and filling up California's jails. She's even friends with cops. Hold on, that actually sounds pretty cool. Mike, is it too late to change you? The only part of last night that really mattered was Joe Biden's big acceptance speech. And because Donald Trump has spent months trying to portray Biden as a senile old man who can barely string a few words together, the stakes for the speech were especially high. But Biden rose to the occasion. We have a great purpose as a nation to open the doors of opportunity to all Americans, to save our democracy, to be a light to the world once again. For love is more powerful than hate. Hope is more powerful than fear. And light is more powerful than dark. This is our moment. This is our mission. And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. I promise you. So it's with great honor and humility, I accept this nomination for president of the United States of America. I'm not gonna lie. Watching Biden give this speech was nerve wracking. It was like watching The Quiet Place. One wrong step and the whole thing is over. But honestly, he nailed it. He showed strength, he showed emotion, he made a powerful case for a more united America. And I actually think that Trump did Biden the biggest favor by making it seem like he's incompetent and senile. I mean, the bar has been set super low. As soon as America saw Biden had his jacket on the right way around, they were ready to give him a standing ovation. Biden speaking in complete sentences was just the icing on the cake. And last night also reminded us how different these candidates are. 
I mean, you've got the presidential candidate who's casually quoting Danish philosophers and Irish poets, and then you've got the president whose morning read is the back of a cereal box. You're right, Tony. They are great. Not as great as America, but so great. Let's really sit down and talk about what we learned. You know, take some time to analyze the policy disagreements. Think through the important issues. Pass the nuances of... The, the question Supreme is... Justice, the radical question, left... Will you who shut is up, your, man? Listen. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. This We've is so unprecedented. the court. Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. It wasn't cocaine use. Wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey this let me person. just say to you. Yeah, there's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done well, nothing. Said, you're the, the worst you president wise... America has ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Me... Oh, snap. These guys were bickering so much, Canada called the cops to complain about the noise. I have never seen a debate like that in my life. To be honest, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Honestly, it, it seemed less like a presidential debate and more like a fight that you overhear in a booth at Denny's. Well, you shut up, you clown. You got no class. I got no class. You got terrible grades and your son's a cokehead. You piece of shit. You don't talk about my son. You listen. Yeah, hi, could I get the, uh, the moon's over my hammy with the orange juice, please? Yeah, that'll be all, doll. Thank you so much. You got drunk and you hit on your own daughter. I wasn't drunk. I mean, some of these insults were way more personal than you ever see in a debate, especially Biden calling Trump a clown, which guys, I'm sorry, man, is that's not fair to Trump, all right? Clowns wear weird makeup. They, they have clothes that are too big for them. They're deeply sad even when they don't show it. Does that sound like Donald Trump to you? Now, let's just be clear. The reason that this debate was such a colossal train wreck is because Donald J. Trump was throwing grenades on the tracks. And usually in a debate, the moderator is there to prevent things from getting out of hand. But last night's moderator, Chris Wallace, was about as successful at stopping Trump as the popular vote. The country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that. Well, and him too. Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting well, than that's all right. Obamacare, I got rid of it. I'd like and you we to, will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator of this debate, and I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer. Go your ahead. Sir, wait, 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 no, sir, it's, it's just the wrong two, no, I understand. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Sir, you made a point. Let him answer. Mr. President, let him answer. The second subject is COVID-19, which is an awfully serious subject, so... Let's try to be serious about it. Stop. You're on tape you're, doing it. You're going to have tape. true. Gentlemen, is, <laughs> I hate to raise Chris, my voice, but I see it seems to be. Why should I be different than the two of you? No, no you've been talking back and forth. Statement. I'm asking you. I would a, love no, to you know, end it. Sir, I would love to I, end I, it. You know, if you want to switch seats, we, we could very quickly. We can do that. Oh, man, that is so sad. Trump was being such a child that Chris Wallace actually had to pull the do you want to switch seats move? that English teachers use with their students. And honestly, I'm glad that Trump didn't take him up on it. Because if Trump takes over Wallace's job, then Wallace has to take over Trump's job. And I don't know if he has it in him to kill 200,000 people. Now, this is all happening after a chaotic, nerve-wracking election night that featured all types of weird moments. 
predictions flipping left and right, ballots being delivered with a police escort, Steve Kornacki's khaki butt. But maybe what's weirdest is that after all of that, the night actually ended up going mostly as everyone expected. You know, Trump jumped ahead early in a lot of states because Republicans mostly voted in person and those votes got counted first. And then as the Democratic mail-in ballots came in, Biden jumped ahead, which is what everyone knew might happen for weeks. Well, everyone except the president of the United States. We were winning everything and all of a sudden it was just called off. The results tonight have been phenomenal and we are getting ready. I mean, literally, we were just all set to get outside and just celebrate something that was so beautiful, so good. We had such a big night. You just take a look at all of these states that we've won tonight. And then you take a look at the kind of margins that we've won them by. We won states and all of a sudden, I said, what happened to the election? It's off. And we have all these announcers saying, what happened? And then they said, oh. Yeah, dude, because first they counted your votes and now they're counting the other guy's votes. I mean, I knew that Trump didn't like science, but I didn't realize he had disavowed numbers. I mean, maybe this explains why he's always in debt. This is just a level of stupidity from Trump that I did not expect. He always exceeds levels of stupidity. I didn't know he could go higher. Sometimes it feels like Trump is an actual toddler. First I had a nose, then suddenly my uncle stole it. And I had no nose. What happened to law and order, folks? I don't have a nose anymore. Although, Trump could be playing four-dimensional chess here. Yeah, maybe he's laying the groundwork for his legal defense over his taxes. Your Honor, as you can see, I have no idea how numbers work. Therefore, I cannot be held accountable. Case dismissed. Sir, you cannot dismiss your own case. I also don't know how the law works. Double case dismissed. Hashtag winning. But yeah, needless to say, Donald Trump was upset. The more votes got counted, the more Biden pulled ahead of him. And for Donald Trump, there could only be one solution. Stop counting the votes. Something just breaking in the last couple of minutes as well. Things are moving fast and furiously with the president's campaign. The campaign manager, Bill Stepien, announcing that the Trump campaign has filed a lawsuit in the state of Michigan saying President Trump's campaign has not been provided with meaningful access to numerous counting locations to observe the opening of ballots in the counting process as guaranteed by Michigan law. We have filed suit today in the Michigan Court of Claims to halt counting. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment and we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. Wow. I know everyone was expecting it, but still, can we just take a moment to, to admit that it is insane that an American president is just demanding that they stop, that they stop counting votes while he's ahead. This is a textbook authoritarian move, which is impressive coming from a guy who's never read a textbook. And I gotta say, for a guy who hates shithole countries, Trump really likes to jack their style.
CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States. There was jubilance as people flooded the streets today, celebrating from the White House to the West Coast. Celebrations in the streets in New York City, the tri-state, and across the world. On the streets of the largest cities, today, a party. In President Trump's hometown, New York City, Biden supporters shouted out their windows. There were bands and champagne, <laughs> costumes and tears. An impromptu dance party broke out. We had Sweet Caroline sing-alongs and Na 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 Goodbye sing-alongs. Oh yeah, what a day, what a day, what a day now. People were out in the streets, dancing, they were partying, people were singing Sweet Caroline, which was genius, because any celebration that's singing Sweet Caroline isn't gonna get broken up by the cops. For real though, people, this was an amazing weekend. It was such a festive atmosphere. The Saturday was amazing, everyone was so happy. Even coronavirus was like, man, you guys have fun, I'm taking the day off. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, I'm joining in, yum, 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 yum. But yes, that's right, people, this weekend, Joseph Rihanna Biden was declared the 46th president of the United States. I'll work as hard for those who didn't vote for me as those who did. Let this grim era of demonization in America begin to end here and now. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but after four years of having to listen to Trump, a normal presidential speech was, was almost weird. I was listening to the speech like, wait, so we're not blaming anything on Hillary? Nothing? And let's be honest, at this point, I bet even Trump's people want Biden to lower the temperature. I mean, mainly because half of them are running a fever from COVID. Still though, I'm sure that they were happy to hear Biden say, let the grim demonization begin to end. Although I do like how Biden didn't say, let's end it. He said, let's begin to end it. You know, like it'll be too dangerous to just stop demonizing all at once. We've got to stop being mean to each other in this country next week. But for now, what the f is going on with Mitch McConnell's hands? You see that shit? Looks like he's got baloney fingers. But the truth is Biden was calling for healing and he was promising to work just as hard for the people who didn't vote for him as the people who did. And after these last few years, man, I, I think that's a nice sentiment. Although the truth is the country's so divided, I don't know how that would work in real life. You know, is Biden really gonna try and cater to both? Because everyone is so far apart. I'm gonna listen to Dr. Fauci and then of course I will behead him. And to reach across the aisle, I will find my son Hunter and lock him up. Am I a good president or what? The point is people, it's genuinely gonna take some time getting used to speeches that sound like speeches. But otherwise, for Biden and Harris, it was a flawlessly choreographed evening. Well, except for one moment, when a confetti cannon went off and based on the candidates' reactions, it doesn't look like they were expecting it. Jeez, that was terrifying. I don't know about you, but when I saw that, the black part of me in the movie theater came out. I was like, get out of there, Joe! They're trying to take you out! Kamala, get down! This is actually something I think we need to address as a planet, people. We have to stop celebrating with things that sound like gunfire. Fireworks, confetti cannons, popping champagne corks, all of it. Half the time I'm like, whoa, did something good happen or is shit going down? I don't need to be startled like this anymore, people. 
and neither does Joe Biden. Why are you blowing up things next to Joe Biden? At this point, Joe Biden's campaign should be wrapping him in bubble wrap and storing him in the attic until inauguration day. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.